You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Are you kidding me? You are looking live. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, Winning Cures Everything. It is Thursday, November 19th. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And we are going through the College Football Week 12 guide, and we have got uh, a lot of games this weekend, but a lot have been canceled already. Uh, we will do the viewing guide. We're going to talk about most to gain, most to lose, the playoff outlook and whatnot. And then, of course, we will decide on our G5 game of the week and whatever other topics come up during the conversation. So, Let's, uh, let's go ahead and do the run-through. Go to winningcureseverything.com. That is our website that's got all of our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, social media platforms, all the different ways that you can watch us live. We are This show, by the way, is a podcast exclusive. So if you were listening, thank you. We appreciate you for subscribing. Leave a nice five-star review over at Apple Podcast if you would. But we are also on Amazon Music and Google Podcasts and Spotify and Stitcher and iHeartRadio and whatever else. So... Make sure you are subscribed to wherever you listen to podcasts and knock that thing out. Share the show out. Tell your friends about it. We go live Monday, Wednesday, Friday on YouTube, Periscope, Twitch, and Facebook. And, uh, and yeah, we've also got our SBR stuff, sportsbookreview.com. That is where we do most of our college football content and really all of our college football betting content. Uh, you can find that over at sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF or just go over to YouTube and do a search for SBR Picks. Very easy to find over there. We appreciate those guys for uh, for working with us. So, Chris, a uh, lot of games still on the slate, but, man, we have lost 15 games thus far. That is two straight weeks with 15 postponements or cancellations. Uh, is, it, is it getting ridiculous? No, I don't think it's getting ridiculous. I think this is what college football was going to be. The reason we weren't losing 15 games in week three or four is because we still had half of the country not playing football. Yeah, I think. But it's 15 out of what? 90 games, 80 games. Yeah, it's not quite that many, but you know, at a, at a 60 something. So it's, it's a pretty high percentage, but there's still a ton of games. So it's a pretty low percentage. You mean it's, well, no, it's a high – well, it depends I on – I think it's a small number. 
15 out of 60 is not that bad. Considering some of the restrictions on these damn things, it's not like that many people have the virus. It's with the contact tracing and all that stuff. No, okay, man. That is true. That is true. I was thinking, you know, that's that's They a make it of the so games. hard for these guys to actually play that, that's that I, true. I think this many teams getting through the season is a good thing. Now, I tend to try to see the world in a positive manner and try to see the, the glass half full. I mean, that, that's definitely skewed by my outlook on the world. So that's okay. That is a valid point. That is a valid point. Um, we do have a game canceled this evening already. That is Utah State and Wyoming. It's, yeah, uh, it, it wasn't the one I cared about. So that's made no, me exactly. happy. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're one right of that. which I was excited about, and the other one I couldn't care less about. I uh, let, let's go ahead and do this uh, this viewing guide. Um, all right, so Thursday night, the game that we would have told you to watch anyway, it's Tulane. Let's and Tulsa. run through this thing. Yeah, no, no, no. We're we're gonna we're gonna fly through it. We're flying through today because there's there's not a ton of massive matchups, um, and I think it's pretty set. You know what games we would recommend that you watch at what time slot. So uh, Tulane and Tulsa tonight. That's pretty good game. Who knows what Tulsa or what uh, what Tulane is going to be like? Uh, I argued with somebody about this today. Uh, about whether to take Tulsa or Tulane, and I said, Tulsa has not played anybody like Tulane yet, and I don't know, like, I can't trust which Tulane team is going to show up, so, you know, I, I don't know what to what to make of it, but I think it's going to be entertaining. Uh, Friday night, you got, uh, you know, some duds, some duds in here. You, uh, you do have UAB UTEP canceled, but we've still got Syracuse and Louisville at 6 p.m. on ESPN, Purdue and Minnesota at 6.30 on Big Ten Network, UMass and Florida Atlantic at 7 p.m. on CBS Sports Network and New Mexico Air Force at 8.30 p.m. These are all Central Time, God's Time Zone, of course. Uh, that one's on FS1. So, Friday night, not a whole lot to watch for. Uh, Purdue would be the game that I would I would tell you to watch, Purdue and Minnesota. I think the wackiest game would probably be Syracuse and Louisville because I don't even know who's suiting up for Louisville anymore. But uh, but that's the way it goes. Is, is that the way you would go, Purdue, Minnesota? Yeah, well, yeah, well over... I've told you when we were doing the preview show, I thought the Syracuse-Louisville game was a dud game. Yeah, yeah, I think you're you're probably right about that. Probably right about that. All right, uh, moving into Saturday, this is the noontime slot, all right? We've got Indiana and Ohio State at 11 a.m. on Fox, and I think that that's probably the game, right? I mean, it, it's top 10 matchup. I just I don't know that it's going to be close, but it, it could be. Like I, I was just I, about to say, there ain't no way. I mean, I'm I'm going to – but I'm – I'm going to watch App my State. team. Yeah. I'm going to watch LSU, all, uh, Arkansas, and I'm going to watch App State Coastal. Yeah, that's it. Like I, I care way more about those games. I care about the outcome. And if the if the Ohio State game is close, I'll definitely have a, like an eyeball on it. But it it won't it will it will be a game that I won't even peek in on until halftime. I think I think that's probably the way to go. Just kind of score watch it and see what's happening. I would imagine if it's close, get there. Yeah, if it's close, get there. Otherwise, App State. But why Coastal, are we watching a twenty-point game when you got two other games that are evenly matched-up teams and should be good ball games? That's okay. I can I can side with that. Uh, Clemson, Florida State is a dud. That's on ABC at eleven a.m. Uh, let's see, Florida and Vanderbilt. That's on ESPN. That's another thirty-point line. Stephen F. Austin, Memphis is on ESPN Plus. Illinois, Nebraska on Big Ten Network. Arkansas State, Texas State, uh, East Carolina, Temple. Those are both ESPN streaming. And then Georgia Southern Army could be interesting on CBS Sports Network. That's two triple option teams. Could be uh, could be a fun ball game if you like that style. And then, of course, like you said, LSU-Arkansas. Uh, rumors about Felipe Franks not playing this weekend. Did you see that? Yeah, I think that's why the line movement went down so much lately. Yeah, I, I 
Ten we were trying to figure out why the hell LSU's was was now the favorite, and and I think I think there are people in the books that think that's why. I would tend to agree. So, all right, so we're going to go, like, you and I both will be watching App State, Coastal, and LSU, Arkansas, and then we will have an eyeball on Ohio State, Indiana, if it stays close. All right, moving on to the afternoon, Florida International and Western Kentucky is ESPN 3 at 1 p.m., Rice, North Texas at 1 p.m., also ESPN 3, BYU and North Alabama. This is the next-to-last game for BYU unless they decide to, uh, to schedule against a Pac-12 team which is now a possibility. That is a 2 p.m. game on ESPN3. UT San Antonio and Southern Miss, that's 2 p.m. ESPN+. Cincy and UCF is interesting at 2.30 p.m. on ESPN. Uh, We both tend to believe that Cincy is going to handle this game. Is is that fair to say? Yeah, but I actually think this could be a good game. I don't know that they dominate the game, but I think they can win by a touchdown. I think this is the most exciting game in this time slot. uh, over, Over Wisconsin Northwestern? Yeah, because, yes, because Wisconsin Northwestern is not going to be as exciting. It's going to be a fun game, and I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch every second of it. But this game is going to be more explosive. Yeah, the, okay. I, know, I mean, those are just two opposite games. Yeah. I mean, two teams are going to beat the hell out of one another in, in a defensive battle, and, and the other two, there's going to be lots of scoring. I think Cincinnati will bring UCF scoring down a lot, but it's still going to be a fun game. Yeah, I can I can side with that. I can side with that. Uh, so, like I said, Wisconsin Northwestern. That's two thirty p.m. on ABC. Uh, that will be a slobber knocker, as we like to call it. Uh, UCLA at Oregon, two thirty p.m. on ESPN two. Middle Tennessee at Troy, two thirty p.m. on ESPN three. We got Iowa and Penn State. And boy, if Penn State ever needed to be able to get a win. Good gracious. I think the last team that you would want to see is Iowa in that spot. You you kind of feel the same? Yeah, I agree. A hundred percent of the bets are still coming in on Iowa. It it makes me nervous that the books are this heavily um, one-sided for, uh, for Iowa. And they now need Penn, Penn State badly. That, that makes me nervous, but I just don't think Penn State's capable of winning this game. You might be right. I, I'm curious to see it, so I will have an eyeball on it. Uh, now, I've got four different screens that I watch on, so that, that'll be on one. Uh, San Diego State at Nevada, 2.30 p.m. on actually CBS, like the big CBS, because Texas A&M uh, Ole Miss got canceled. So I'm excited about that one because I enjoy San Diego State and Nevada undefeated. Jay Norvell, his teams are kind of fun. Uh, that one could be really interesting. I think this is good for the Mountain West that they were able to get, you know, big-time eyeballs on these teams right here. Um you know, it, it's going to be early out there where they are in Nevada, but I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Uh, also, 2.30 p.m., FS1 has got Cal at Oregon State. Uh, moving into the 3 o'clock time slot, we have got Alabama and Kentucky in Tuscaloosa from the SEC Network. Kansas State, Iowa State at 3 p.m. on Fox. Um, so, rumors abound that Kansas State has got a bit of the COVID issue again and that they are going to be down a significant number of players. Uh, we we saw this before. Like, Kansas State had a bunch of dudes out for the Oklahoma game and found a way to come back and win it. Like, do you think coaching matters that much in a, in a matchup like this? Uh, yeah. I mean, I absolutely think coaching matters that much. I'm just, uh, you know, people, that line has gone so high, and it and it stays at 11. I'm just, you know. I, I told you, I, I think – I think uh, Iowa State's the better team. I really, I really think they can win. 
if I had to pick, I'd pick them and lay all those points. And that was before I knew about the COVID stuff. Now the COVID stuff's going to matter. It's going to matter if Kansas State doesn't have guys to play. They don't have depth. And and I could be wrong. I haven't had a great feel for any of these teams in the Big 12 all year. So, but I just. It's been tough. It's been tough. I mean, Iowa State, like, this is still very important to the Big 12 standings. So, we'll see what happens. Uh, You remember at the beginning of the season how much I loved Iowa State. And, man, they came out and laid a dud in that first game, and they've looked pretty good since. So Yes. So, uh, next up, Abilene Christian, Virginia, that's ESPN3. Virginia Tech at Pittsburgh is 3 p.m. on ACC Network. Uh, that one, you know, is this a, a win or go home for uh, for Justin Fuente? Like, are they at that point now? Uh, probably, yeah. Like, I, th- I think they're about ready to run him out with Pitchforge, man. Like, if you don't get this win, uh, and it's at Pittsburgh. Like, that's what makes it rough. And they, Kenny Pickett is back playing. Like, this team looks pretty good now. Uh, they had an extra week because the pit game with Georgia Tech last week got canceled because of COVID issues. Um, man, if they don't win this game against Pitt, man, it could get ugly, ugly in Blacksburg. Uh, let's see. The next 3 o'clock game, the last one, at Georgia State at South Alabama. Uh, I, I liked both of these teams to start the year. They were both like plucky underdogs, and now it's just kind of a dud. It's on ESPNU. So, uh, night slate. Now, uh, oh, what did, what did we decide for the two thirty game? Cincy and UCF. Yes. Okay. Okay. I think I think you're probably right. Like we'll both be watching Northwestern Wisconsin, but the exciting game will be Cincy UCF, six p.m. And this is this has the makings of a big game if it goes the wrong way, right? Tennessee at Auburn, six p.m. on ESPN. And this one could get uh, this could get coaches fired. I think. Like I think we are at that point. You kind of feel the same? I don't know that it gets um, Tennessee's coach fired. I think it depends on what they – like, if they see that South Carolina is going after somebody like Hugh Freeze, you know, it, it, do they do they maybe make the – I don't know that they fire him right now, but, I mean, Tennessee's a better job than South Carolina. Yes, the, the biggest problem you're going to have is um, they have to – buy out that huge contract that they just gave Pruitt. I mean, they just signed him to the extension. Yeah. Yeah. That, that could be, uh, that's a, that's a bad spot. I mean, he's on the, he's on the first year of a new extension. That's just tough to, to fire a guy. That is true. That is true. And of course, Auburn is going to have to pay Gus a ton. It may, maybe nobody gets fired from this. Well, if but, Auburn wins, I don't think any, I, I think there's a chance nobody gets fired. If, if Auburn loses, I think that is, that is Gus's way out. Yeah, you you might be right about that. Uh, San Jose State at Fresno State, 6 p.m. on CBS Sports Network. That one has a chance to be exciting, um, but who knows? Who knows? Mississippi State at Georgia, 6.30 p.m., two teams that don't have offenses that can score. But uh, but Georgia, JT Daniels, it looks like he's going to play this week. So everybody's been waiting for that forever, and I'm sure all the Georgia fans are going to be like, you know, why in the world was he sitting for this long? If he comes out and looks good. If he doesn't, you know, <laughs> then they'll say, oh, okay, I get it. Uh, Oklahoma State at Oklahoma. Bedlam, 6.30 p.m. on ABC. That's, is is that, okay. The next one up here, Liberty and NC State, 6.30 p.m. on ESPN3. Those, it's got to be one of those two, right? It's Bedlam. It's Bedlam. I love Liberty. I'm going to watch a lot of that football game. But this Bedlam game could be the best Bedlam game we've had in a long time. It's been such a dominating thing for um, 
Oklahoma. Oklahoma lately. And OK State, this is this is has to be their best shot at, at winning. Okay, yeah, I can this is the best defense that I think they have ever fielded. Like it's this is how how different this Oklahoma State team is right now. Uh their SP plus ratings, they are number eight on defense and number forty five on offense. Like this is completely switched from what they usually do. So this this could be interesting because if they've got a defense that can actually slow down Oklahoma, then then we'll have ourselves a ball game. And we've had some high-scoring, like, exciting games before between these two. I don't think it's going to be high-scoring this time. I, I just I think that this will be, you know, in the 50s, but it's going to be defensive stops that end up winning the football game. So, uh, Liberty and NC State, we talked about that. And, and, yes, I think, like, Liberty has a chance to win this game. Man, you're asking them to go 3-0 and against ACC teams, uh, playing on the road again. You know, I, I'm interested to see what's going to happen. I think they can win the game. Uh, I don't know that they are the better team. They are obviously undefeated and ranked number 21 in the country. But NC State got some dudes, man. So we'll we'll see how that one goes. Hey, Missouri at South Carolina, 6.30 p.m. SEC Network alternate. Um, it is So all these guys have opted out at South Carolina. Are they... Are they now officially in quit mode, or do you think that having these backups in that like have not gotten playing time, you think they can make this a ball game? No, I don't think they can make it a ball game at all. I don't think they can at all. I, I think all because every one of those guys that opted out, Gary, those are NFL guys. These yeah. are guys that are just upset and want to play for Coach Boom, and they're just going to leave and wait and find a team somewhere next year to play. All right, these guys are going to work on the combine. Yeah, that you can't. You're at South Carolina. You can't lose a couple of NFL dudes and then just replace them. That's okay. You you do have a valid point there. Um, Missouri. I mean, this would be their third win of the season, and they've got Arkansas next week. Like they might could sneak. A, I mean, could they get to five wins this year? Yes. I mean, that is crazy to think about. I mean, their their over under was like two and a half on the season. So, um, Michigan at Rutgers, 6.30 p.m. Man, Michigan needs a win in the worst way. They are 10.5-point favorites here. And Rutgers, like, actually looks competent. So, if Michigan doesn't come out and play, they could absolutely get got. But, uh, but you know, we'll see what happens. 7 p.m. on Fox is Arizona-Washington. Arizona looked pretty good against USC last week. Washington, uh, that game was kind of gifted to them uh, against Oregon State. So, you know, is what it is. Jimmy Lake in his second appearance here. Uh, USC at Utah is the 9.30 p.m. game on ESPN. That'll be the big, big night game. Uh, Utah does not do well against the uh, against kind of the air raid offense that Graham Harrell likes to run. But at the same time, like, can you can we trust USC at all? Uh, no. I mean, that's a, that's just kind of a bad football team, right? Yes, they are a very bad football team. And they still might go undefeated. It's just bananas. Uh, Washington State at Stanford is 9.30 p.m. at uh, FS1. That one is the one that I'll be watching for the late night. Um, I think Boise State-Hawaii, which is the 10 p.m. CBS Sports Network game, like that one I think is going to be a blowout, Boise State style. I think Washington State-Stanford has, has the chance to be at least entertaining. I hope so. I think so as well. I, I, I like both of those games, and I'm excited to watch both of them. So I'll I'll be kind of working the, the remote. Working the remote on that. All right, that is our viewing guide for Week 12. Let's jump into who has the most to gain and who has the most to lose. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. 
book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. We'll start with the gain. And I got I got two here. And, well, maybe it's three. Maybe it's three. We'll just, we'll say that. Uh, I'll start us off. I'm going to say Wisconsin. The, or, or how's this? The winner of Wisconsin-Northwestern. Whoever wins that game is going to go undefeated until the Big Ten title game, so long as they get enough games in. Well, so therein lies the issue, okay, is is I think there's a double-edged sword based on solely what these teams are valued as from the perspective of the committee, from the people who make rankings and polls, and that's why I think Northwestern has the most to gain here because Wisconsin is supposed to win this game. That's Okay, that's true. They are more than a touchdown favorite. Um, yeah, the schedule sets up for both of them. Whoever wins, winner of this game is not losing another game. Yeah, they're not losing another game. That's that is pretty much set up with the way that the schedules are set right now. Um, yeah, the other one that I had written down was Tennessee. Like Tennessee needs something to go in the right direction. I mean, they opened up two and zero. If they lose this, it would make them two and five. Like, but if they win this game, what does that matter? If they beat Auburn, how does that change their schedule and season? Uh, I think it gets them to a point where they have a little more hope. Like, they've, they've had two extra weeks because the game against Texas A&M got canceled last week. It, they're going to get Harrison Bailey in in this game, the quarterback, I believe. And he, the freshman quarterback that didn't have much of a, a fall camp, obviously had no spring camp at all. Uh, I do think, you know, moving in the right direction is the thing that they need for next season as well. I think I really think that if Pruitt loses this game, there's not a lot of winnable games left. Like they they've got Vanderbilt, but if you go three and seven in a year where you know you had an eight game winning streak between the last two seasons, and no, there wasn't a whole lot there as far as the wins go. Like you, if you're a football program and you're in the third season under a head coach, like I know this is a weird year, but you got to have something to build on. You got to have some kind of momentum. And he was able to get this win against Auburn, you know, two years ago. And it really kind of jump-started things. But, you know, it, you, you lose out on this now, and you got major problems. I mean, it, it, what do you have anybody else for uh, for most of the game? Well, no. No, no. I don't, I don't think there's a lot of big games out. No. I, don't. So it, I mean, I, I would say Coastal, but they still have to face off against Liberty. Um, Liberty. Now, but the Liberty's a non-conference game, so exactly. they can still win their conference with a win here. So, yeah. 
But yeah, I they, don't think, that, well, I don't this, think the other options coastal. This could put them in uh, in line for a New Year's Six game if, for some reason, Cincinnati gets clipped by somebody. Yeah, you know. So uh, the Tennessee schedule, by the way, you know they've got Auburn this weekend. They play at Vanderbilt next week. After that, they've got Florida and Texas A and M. Well, yeah, they're losing out. I mean, they're that's, not going to beat those teams. They're just not as good as them. And and if you lose this game. You'll be three and seven. But and nothing I don't to think with. they're going to win this game either, though, Gary. I think, I don't think they're they going to lose this game the way they will lose the Texas A&M game. I just think the difference and and what they're going to bring to the table is just not good. And yeah. if it costs if it costs Pruitt his job, so be it. It should cost him his job probably. Yeah, you, they should have never given him the extension they gave him in the off season. That's what yeah. they should have never done. Oh, I I agree with that. Those. Ex- you know, I listened to uh, the the Yahoo Sports. Yeah, Dan, Wetzel, Dan Wetzel yeah. has nailed this thing to the wall and has been shouting it for years. Why are we giving these guys massive extensions for doing nothing? Who in the hell is coming to get them? Where are they going to go? Yeah, the, the Philip Fulmer thing was really, really enlightening. I mean, it's yeah. just insane, you know. Like it, it makes no sense. Who is like, who is clamoring to come hire Philip Fulmer away as an athletic director? Hey, you got me. So I, why are you bidding against yourself? That, that's a that's a fantastic. But that's what question. colleges do. They're playing with funny money. When you don't actually have to earn money and people just give it to you, then you tend to piss it away. This is exactly how everybody else acts in the world. If your daddy handed you the keys to a car, you treated it like shit. If you went out and you worked and you earned it and you paid for your car, you baby that thing. One of them was probably a nice car, and the one you paid for was probably a piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. But you took care of it because it, it cost you something. These athletic directors and these school administrators, these budgets, they're, they're, all this is free money from them. They're just stealing money. Hey, uh, I, I think I got another addition to the most to gain. Okay. Oklahoma State. Okay, OK State probably is the answer we didn't even think of or we didn't even talk about. If That's they, the answer. If they win this game, they've got Texas Tech, TCU, and Baylor left. They're 100% going to the Big Ten championship game yeah, against big, big somebody. Yeah. And there's a chance it, it ain't going to have to be replaying Texas. Uh, yeah, it, I, I think it would be playing Iowa State. I think I was about to say I think they'll have to play so, Iowa State. Now, Iowa State still has to play Texas, but you know, yeah. it, you can get Texas beat again. And I, that, I that would wouldn't need be a to see the, the 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 circle jerk triangle of if Texas beats Iowa State. Oh, Iowa State would then only still have two. Well, I have no idea the tiebreaker between well, if, them and Oklahoma. It would and well Texas. Oklahoma if if Oklahoma State wins this game, then Oklahoma has three losses in conference. So they wouldn't be in the, the tiebreaker. It would oh, be they wouldn't be in the tiebreaker. So, Texas would be in the tiebreaker then. Yeah, it'd okay. be Texas You're right. over that Iowa State. They would throw Texas out, assuming they lost this game. That's right. Okay, there yeah. you go. So you go. if uh, if yeah, that's it, it. Would still it would come down to the winner of Iowa State and Texas. That's what yes. it would do. So that could be interesting. So Oklahoma State, yeah, we'll we'll toss them in there. We'll definitely toss them in there. Now um, Oklahoma beats Oklahoma State, and Oklahoma State loses another game, and we got a shit. No, let's say they went up, go went out. Then we've got four teams with two losses that all beat each other. And yeah. I got no idea how to put that Rubik's Cube together. <laughs> Good job, Big 12. Oh, Lord. The dumbest conference. That's, yeah, that's pretty That's pretty far out there, man. That's out there. All right, uh, who has got the most to lose? Have you got, a, you got an answer yeah, for this? Yeah, I, I have your winner. I have, I have Wisconsin. I, I thought the, the biggest game of the weekend that matters most 
to both teams involved. The problem with some of these other conference games, some of these other games is um, one team has a lot to play for and the other team really doesn't have much to play for. Um, and that's why it, it doesn't matter so much. This game, it matters greatly to both, and one team is supposed to win. They are definitively better than the other team by every measurable quote-unquote uh, standard that you can find. It's why they're the touchdown favorite. I don't agree with that, but l- look at the rankings. They're 20 points apart, and, and you know, that's, that's just how the world sees it. Wisconsin loses this game. They were the loser this week because they were supposed to win. I've got two others that I'll toss out there. Who else? Uh, so I'll, I'll say a team, but this is really about the coach. And I'm going to say Auburn and Gus Malzahn because next week, like if they lose this game to Tennessee, they've got Alabama and Texas A&M next. So and then they'll they'll close with Mississippi State. You know you should so you'll you'll go out feeling good about yourself. But you lose this game, you lose the next two after that. That's three game losing streak that puts you at five and five on the season. Like that is that is not good. That's not how you want to be feeling headed into. No, but I don't. And, I don't foresee. I don't foresee Auburn. I guess I just don't see Auburn losing this game. Yes, you're right. I mean, if at that with that logic, Alabama would be the most to lose because. If they lose to Kentucky, they're done. Yeah, but we're talking about you know the Alabama Kentucky game is a a thirty point line and this is a ten Auburn, point line. Yeah, but it, it's also you know I, against a team that hasn't scored in the second half all year, yeah. not like recently all year. Yeah, but they're they're changing quarterbacks and they've had two weeks to get. I, I just I feel all right. I, okay, that's fine. I think this game that's could fine. end up being closer than than we're giving it credit for. Well, I I I we disagree there. Because I don't think it's going to be close. I mean, maybe not. Maybe not. And and it may still come down to Alabama and A and M for uh, for Malzahn's job. But you know, we talk about him being on the hot seat every year. Uh, the other one I was going to put in for most to lose is USC. Um, they lose this. They lose basically everything. That, and they may not have a shot at the playoff anyway. But uh, but they got Colorado next week, Washington State after that, and UCLA. Like they should be able to handle all those teams based on talent alone. Utah, uh, they got some horses, man. They they got a and I understand, like, they lost a bunch of dudes off defense and all that, but there is a straight-up culture built there by Whittingham and that bunch, and that is a defensive football team that will smash you in the mouth. And if they don't get this win, then they are in some serious trouble. So, um, all right, so let's uh, let's close out with our playoff outlook right quick and then our G5 game of the week. Let's do the playoff outlook first. Uh, there's nothing crazy here. Like, if Wisconsin beats Northwestern, I think they've still got a shot. Uh, do you think at, at seven and zero would they would they be able to get in if they beat Ohio State? Yes, anybody who beats Ohio State's getting in. The winner of the Big Ten, I believe, is getting in, even with only seven games played. Yes, who else so, we gonna put in, Gary? I, I mean, you got a point. I, who I, gonna who gonna who gonna give the spot to Cincinnati? You, but they wouldn't do that even with four more games. You know damn good and well they're not gonna do that, and they're not gonna give it to BYU, and they're not gonna give it to Liberty, and they're not gonna give it to uh, Coastal because those teams don't belong. And this is an elitist group that believes in the culture of haves and have-nots. Okay, is there anything else that that is going on in the playoff talk that that we would even need to consider here? No, I don't think so either. I think the Pac-12 is is not gonna make it uh, no. regardless. There's of nothing what they can do. And uh, and then G five game of the week since UCF or UCF. 
Eat, well, it's either it's either that or it's the Schultz and uh, and Appalachian. I, I think Cincy has more of a shot at the playoff than either one of those other two teams. I, well, I completely agree, and I think they're the best team out of all of them. Yeah, yeah, I think I think you're right. I think you're right. All right, we kept this thing under thirty minutes. We can go ahead and get out of here. So uh, let's see. Is there anything else we need to hit? I I, I guess not. We're good. All right, let's do. Hey, it. I want to I want I want to do something though. I want to do something. I have done this every week, and you and you just keep doing it over and over and over again. Okay. I, I started looking up home and away this year against the spread. Do you want to know what it is? Yes. Away teams have won 50.4% of the time. They've covered the spread 50.4% of the time. It is almost 50-50. Home team doesn't mean shit. A team going on the road doesn't does matter. not matter. We have to stop talking about it. Okay. We just have to stop. Okay, we can do that. We can do that. I can't I don't, say. I don't think we can. I don't it, think we can. <laughs> but, but we, but we, How about but we this? need to. I will, I will attempt to. But it okay. is really hard because that is ingrained in me. So, I understand that it it's be. ingrained in you. But that's the problem is is your you have un un you have wrong biases, <laughs> incorrect biases that have been proven by math. You're the analytic guy. You're the guy that looks this shit up. That's true. That's true. And I'm the one that should be saying, well, it has to matter because it's mattered for but where uh, the guy where'd, that says it doesn't matter in the past, so it doesn't matter now. Where'd uh where'd you find the uh the number? Oh shit, I literally just closed that. Oh, it's a, no, no big it. deal. I didn't know if it was something easy. So no, I I just Googled I Googled the 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 thing and home teams and against the spread. Home teams against the spread in, in college football. And and it, I had to go through like three different websites before I found one that actually literally just the first thing it had was all the different things. And it first had home and away win straight up. And then the next section was against the spread. Interesting. Okay. Okay. That makes 50.4. That uh, makes away sense. team actually covers more than the home team. Why? Because we're giving them extra points for the first part of the season. I'm sure. Yeah. No, that, before that would somebody make sense. in Vegas realized we need to stop doing that. <laughs> That's, that makes perfect sense. All right. Let's uh, let's go on a roll through the credits. Of course, winningcureseverything.com is the website. Make sure you go over there. All of our picture previews, podcasts, videos, social media platforms, all of the different things that you need to be subscribed to. We do a live show Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We do podcast exclusives on Sunday and Thursday. So make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. If you're listening to this, that means you are doing so, and we appreciate you for sure. Leave a nice five-star review over on Apple Podcasts, and go and check out our buddies at sportsbookreview.com. SBR Picks is where all of our college football gambling content is for the season. Uh, our Week 12 articles are up. You can go find them over there, sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. And the SBR Picks YouTube page, we go live at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. That is 10 a.m. Central, God's Time Zone. So go and check that bad boy out uh, on Saturday morning. We will be there live to discuss all of the latest happenings in the college football world and give you our, uh, our ideas on the lines for the day. Uh, with that said... We're going to go ahead and get out of here. Take care of yourself, take care of each other, and uh, what do you say we cash some tickets? Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app, visit the website at winningcureseverything.com, or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at GaryWCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.